Welcome everybody to the GBO podcast where we're talking Gamecock basketball only. I'm Sumter. And I'm Bryce. And this is our fourth episode where we're going to be doing our women's preview. And if you've missed our earlier ones, we've had three episodes before our season and reviews for men's and women and then our men's preview before that. So those are our first three. So this is our fourth episode. You want to find those, just check us out on Twitter, GBO underscore pod. And all the podcasts where you probably found us already. That's right. All right, let's hit it and get it. So, Bryce, it's going to be the women's preview today, and this is going to be a little different than the men's preview. Different tone. Different tone. Why is that, Sumter? Well, well, I'm looking at an AP poll right here, and there's a one next to our name. And that was a little bit of a surprise. Yeah. UConn's always that kind of preseason number one, so it was good to get a little bit of preseason hype, but also it comes with the pressure of being number one. Yeah, 14 votes, 14 total first place votes. UConn had 10, Stanford had five. That's it. And we're coming off a Final Four where we're – Almost beat Stanford, lost on a bucket. Lost on a Yep, and if you want to hear about that again. And where we were. That's right. That's check, in our third podcast. Check out that uh, that women's recap. But uh, coming into this, number one ranked team overall, and uh, there's a reason. I think we're returning everybody. The, the At least the starting five. And we have walk-ons even coming yeah. back. So we have nine returning players. Yeah, and and like and everybody that, that started in the uh, in the Final Four run from last year. Starting off with uh with Cook Henderson playing great at guard. Great. Raining threes. Seniors and juniors kind of trickled all around. Then you got Beal. Saxton. And then the and then Boston's back. Which, That's right. And she's gonna and we'll get into this in a second. She's gonna have a little bit of help. That's right. Can't wait but, to get into uh, that. But Boston's gonna be well, Boston's gonna be I I think a big year coming. She's the anchor, and then you have Cook who's the anchor, but also <laughs> How many anchors do you have? You got Henderson, Cook, and Boston that kind of led the way points-wise last year. Right. And then you have Beal, who was our defensive presence. And then yep. you had Saxton, who was missed rebound. And then uh, and then off the bench last year, Grissette was fantastic. Great. She, she's back. You got Littleton. You got Russell. And Amahair. And Amahair, which is another five-star. So we'll get into that in a second as well. But you have a lot of a core solid five starters, four backups last year. And then you have a whole new freshman crop coming in. Right. So – Let's actually do that right now. We got four freshmen coming in, and so um, why don't you go ahead and give us a rundown? All right, so you have the four, the freshman four, all five stars, because that's what Dawn likes to do. You got Fegan, you got Hall, you got Johnson, and you got Rivers. Two, three, four, and fourteen awesome. in the um, recruiting rankings on ESPN Hoop Girls number one recruiting class. And that's pretty impressive that you can just bring in a recruiting class like that after having one two years prior. Right. Yeah. So that leads into the, who are you going to play? I don't know. But before we get into that, so you we have... one more player coming in, and this might be the most exciting by far. So you got the freshman five stars, and then you have a transfer, ACC Player of the Year. For Syracuse last year. 6'7", six, six, which is seven. a little bit tall. That's tall. <laughs> She's probably dunking. Her and Emma here, I think, have dunked on video. So ACC Player of the Year, 13, eight, 13 points, 8 rebounds coming in. Camilla Cardoso. That's right. And think about that. Her in Boston, 6'5", six, 6'7". Six, I even think the girl from Syracuse is going to come off the bench. Imagine taking Boston out and just happening to bring it in so, an ACC Player of the Year. So six, as, a, as a freshman at Syracuse, she averaged 13.6 points per game, 8 rebounds per game, 2.7 blocks per game. It's a lot of blocks. It's a lot of rebounds. But when you're 6'7", I guess you, that's all you do is block. So. And, and rebound. So it's good that she's tall, but also she can score and rebound. Because you didn't want to get a girl that just rebound and Dude. blocks. She's got low 
Lipos game. Dude, are we gonna play her in Boston together? Oh man, it's gonna be wild. <laughs> like, like, are are we potentially gonna be unstoppable? Well, on paper, but then here's the situation. You got a lot of five stars. You got a lot of McDonald's All-Americans. So, What's the count of McDonald's so, All-Americans? So we were looking at this before the, the pod just to make sure that we got this right. If we missed it, if we missed one, please let us know. Because it, it's getting up there. We might not be able to count that We had high. to look at each bio. It was tough. There are 11 former McDonald's All-Americans on this team. No big deal. And I think it's a, a 14 so, scholarship roster. So all four freshmen, uh, Fagan, Fagan, Hall, Johnson, and Rivers. Cardosa. All McDonald's All-Americans. Cardosa coming in as McDonald's All-American. And then you've also got uh, Cook, Boston, Beal, Henderson, Russell, and Littleton. We're also all McDonald's All-Americans. I mean, this is just like like it's turning into it's turning into Cal at Kentucky. You, you know, like, like <laughs> it is. You're says, right. Except they're except except they're staying. You, you know, all four years. Like, imagine if like. If if Anthony Davis had played four years at and had played four years at Kentucky, like <laughs> so that kind of leads into who's going to play. So before we get into that, you got these. You got a lot of seniors on this team now. Not counting the walk ons, you got Littleton, the transfer from Texas. Yeah, you got Saxton senior. You got Henderson senior. Yep. And as we talked about our starting five, we're going to assume that our starting five is the same five from last year. We're going to well, assume that right so, now. So. I could see Cardosa working her way into it, um, like if, if if she's the real thing, if she's right, like, but but we're returning five girls that started against Stanford in the final four. Stanford in the final four. Why would we assume we're starting anybody else? It worked. Yeah, like like they were one point away from beating Stanford. Hey, South Carolina women are just like any other team. It's just oh, I'm just kidding because when we when our backups come in, it's just more five stars coming back in. <laughs> It, 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 there's a lot of talent on this roster. So you go for those seniors, as I mentioned, but then you got a lot of juniors, which was the freshman class from two years ago that were all five stars. And then you have the freshman crop. That kind of leads into what we wanted to talk about earlier, which is how are you going to make everyone happy? Dawn's been talking about it a lot in the preseason. She's kind of been pushing off those questions. Because <laughs> she doesn't know? Like, like how, how are we going to make everybody happy, Bryce? If this was a Frank Martin team, they would all play. That's right. But if this was a Frank Martin team, we wouldn't have nine people coming back. Fair enough. Great point. It'd be open competition for those starting spots. You know, case in point, you know, if you check out our season preview for the men, it's a little bit of a different, it's a tale of two different. Does Dawn have any children that are transferring in? Because that would be just like Frank too. There would be. Uh, I, I do not believe that is the case. So going into minutes, last year Dawn liked to play around eight or nine. That's kind of who we had. That yeah. was, you know, worth playing last year. Of course, the walk-ons came in when, in blowout time. So, you have your core back. You even have your backups. The question will be is, you want to make the freshmen happy. And they're good. I mean, they're five stars. They're top ten players. I got a question for they you. They got to play. Yep. If you, I want you to go back to, like, when you were a senior in high school. Okay. Right? You were the number two player in the country. Okay. Number two player in the country. I'm assuming I would have some type of ego. <laughs> I bet that you would. Okay. Uh, would you... What a sit the bench. That would make me mad. That would make you mad. But you would, would you, think that Dawn you, has already laid that down. That, hey. It, she she has to. And they have to expect it. I mean, the whole roster's back. They know what, they know what they're signing up I'm assuming up for. that she's going to say, hey, be patient. You're going you're gonna to win. All of her players that are good, they get drafted. Yeah. You just got to wait your turn. But also, you're going to play. Yeah. You're just not, not going to start. Yeah. 
Um, and um, I mean, they might like anything can happen. Dawn's gonna. What I like about Dawn is whoever's playing the best will play play, and play play the most. Does it matter who starts it in the day? It does not matter. Like she's she's gonna play the best. And so if Cardoso, if this Cardoso girl is uh, is is the real deal, then she's just gonna start her up there with Boston. God, just think about that. Third or you know. You know that we have four quarters in win women. We, so we are going to get every rebound. So in we the fourth gonna... quarter, teams are tired. All of a sudden, you see Boston come in and play the four and Cardosa with a at the five. These, think about that because think about it. these what, poor girls who are going to oh. have to guard Boston at the four. Well, like, Boston sometimes would get double teamed because she right. was because our only kind of dominant dominant center last year, and now she can play the off off center, play the four, and then Cardosa will handle the whatever the best player the biggest player on the other team Boston's going to have a lot more room to score because there'd be those games where she'd have eight points but then 16 rebounds imagine her if she's going to be is she going to be dropping those 16 and 16 games well well she's going to now have to be fighting Cardoso for some of those rebounds and, uh, and I like about <laughs> Boston she ain't she isn't going to cry about playing time I think she's just she'll do what's best for the team and, oh yeah I, I think I think and, and this is and ultimately I think that comes back to Dawn like Dawn sets the standard. Like like it's going to be a standard. Sets set by the expectations. Dawn. And uh, and the girls know that that she's going to play the best and she's going to play play who's going to win. And uh, but I th- I think that there's a lot of winning lineups with this team. So I guess we'll be curious to see early on in the schedule and early on games. What's the flow like? What's the? I'm assuming you're going to have a different standard of playing time and blowouts. And if it's close game, you'll truly see who Dawn wants to play during those critical moments. Yeah. Because yeah. speaking of that, in the in the non-conference schedule, oh. we're going to have a lot of critical moments, you would think, because oh, why? Because we're getting with it early. What's our schedule looking so, like when it comes to who we play in ranking-wise? So in that AP poll that just dropped, um, where we're ranked number one, Number two is UConn. Number three is Stanford. Number four is Maryland, and number five is NC State. We're playing all four. No big deal. We're playing two, three, four, and five. And that's what we like about Dawn. She schedules a a fantastic out of conference, and at the end of the year, we always have one of the strongest strength of schedules because SEC, of course, but also your non-conference. Yeah. So, uh, so obviously, she's continuing to play Connecticut, um, which is great. Where we've got them at home this year. On uh, on January twenty seventh, should have beat them last year. Should have beat them lost them in overtime. Yeah, and um, beat them beat them the year before, but uh, but really, Dawn's they've UConn has kind of been Dawn's kryptonite with uh, with you know as far as her career here at Carolina. She did since. beat them two years ago, but then last year was a close game. But I think the days of them blowing us out are gone. I hope so. You would think you can say that. I, I hope so. I hope we. I hope we beat them. I like like it's a big game. It's gonna be a big game. It's gonna be highly and well attended. Like could be one of those sellouts. The women get the sellouts around here. That is true. Oh oh oh. Thursday third. It's Thursday night on ESPN. Seven o'clock, January twenty seventh. I think it's gonna. Everyone be, gets hyped for that game. I, I think it's gonna be a great. <clears throat> so before atmosphere. we get into the UConn game, so they're opening the season November first. Against Benedict exhibition, right? But then, but then we we get with it right there. The first first regular season game of the season, Tuesday, November 9th. We're at we're at NC State, number five on ESPN. And think about that. That's going to be the return game to the game we lost last year, the right. COVID year. They right. came in and beat us with that dominant center. I think she's coming back, their dominant yep. center. So that's going to be a interesting first game because you're going to have the 
the young players, how are they going to react on the road? Yeah. You got the starting five from the final four. I think they'll be ready. There won't be any oh, butterflies I there. I think they'll be ready. Will they make a statement? I, yeah, I mean, they're the number one team in the country. Like, like should we, come out and take care of business, we, but we, we should come out and take care of business, make a statement and just be like, Hey, we're the number one team. They're the number five team. And this is kind of turning into after that, you got South Dakota and South Dakota is kind of turning into a team. We play almost every year. It, it, We've played them in tournaments, holiday tournaments. And I think this is the third or fourth year in a row. I, I think we were there one time. In I the think NCAA, last year we played them. And, and then oh, no, we of, had a early on, early right. on, early on, we, we went there in the NCAA tournament. Didn't we? I know that we played me. I don't know if it was their home arena but we played out there we didn't play them there but we last year in south dakota yeah but yeah. last year we played them i think they're usually almost ranked so they're even a good ranked team too so we go from nc state to south dakota then you got the annual rivalry game with clemson which i think they've won 10 or 11 12 in a row i think it's yeah. it's gotten wild yeah and that's nice to beat your rival yeah that happened in a lot of other sports and then uh and then you know, just Buffalo, Elon, North Carolina, A&T. But the Buffalo, what I love about this, it's probably one of the best. If you had to have a someone um, pay for the name of a tournament, wouldn't you want to have Bad Boy Mover? Mowers? Mowers. Movers. Mowers. Bad Boy Mowers. Women's Battle for Atlantis. That's a pretty good name, isn't it? That's a pretty good, if you could read it. Ouch. <laughs> So anyway, I, the women always play in a holiday tournament. So, bad boy mowers, mowers is what you're saying it is. That was tough to say. You got me. I mean, are, are you a bad boy mower? Okay. Price? Anyway, and then you have Oregon or Oklahoma, which I believe they're always somewhat ranked. So you'll have the ranked game after that too. So you'll see early on with another ranked team. Yeah, I mean Oregon's number ten. And I and, wish we could have played them two years ago when they yeah. were number one. We were number two. But that would be it. Would be fun to get them in that tournament and beat right. them. So going from that, you have Elon, North Carolina, AT and T. Those will be kind of those games where you're going. We're going to score over a hundred points. Yeah, Kansas State, and then uh, SEC and, Big Twelve Challenge, which should be no problem. And then we got Maryland at home. The Jimmy V Classic. Maryland's going to be tough. They're always top five, top ten. Yeah. Uh, it's on a it's on a Sunday Sunday afternoon at three. It's on ESPN. Well, we're on ESPN and ESPN two a lot. ESPN likes it when you're the you know number one team. Yes, they do. That yeah, helps. It it, it 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 it's nice. I almost said it must be nice, but it is nice because it's us. And then know, we like, go to at Duke, and I have a little Duke story when uh, when Asia Wilson was on the team. Her fr- I don't know if it was her freshman year, might have been. I went up to the Durham game. I did not go with you. You you tried to. I tried to get you, you to you, go. You took a bus. You took a bus up there. I went up there and yeah. I paid for a five dollar ticket. Yeah, we, and we won at the buzzer, didn't we? It was fantastic. Yeah. Uh, this it's escaping me. Their name of their arena. Cameron Indoor. Cameron Indoor got the wood bleachers. Yeah. And we brought a bus. You know, buses of fans up there. I think we had a two thousand fans there. They might have had five hundred fans. That's awesome. We went at the buzzer on a rebound putback. It was fantastic. Yeah, they were ranked that year. And see, this is what's cool about the way that Dawn d- does the scheduling. Like she consistently plays teams like Duke, who often have good teams. You know, it's hard to it's hard to know who these programs are. You know, years out and everything. Right. And so. Like this schedule, this the schedule she's playing is hard, and is tough, and is against a lot of ranked opponents. It could be even tougher, Bryce. Right. You know, like 
like we, we could be rolling into that Duke game Wednesday, December fifteenth, playing another ranked opponent. You, you know, I, d- depending on what you get, very few yeah. breaks with Dawn and her scheduling. But that leads to Stanford, which is going to yeah. be the rematch yes. of the Final Four. It's going to be. Great. I think they're returning a few of their stars. I think our best their best player went to the WNBA, but still, that's going to be the game. It's going to be great at home. Should be a nice crowd for that right around Christmas. Yeah, that's Tuesday, December 21st. Right before Christmas. So it could in, be a nice early Christmas present. So in about a two-week span here, we're playing, we've got home games against the number four and number three team in the country. No big deal. No big deal. It's just Gamecock, it's just Gamecock women's basketball. Uh, and then we get into SEC play. Like We, we um, have our normal 16-game schedule, and then you got UConn thrown in there in January, which is kind of always yeah. around that time. Yeah, and we get into, and Kentucky's looks like they're going to be good. A&M's ranked, Tennessee's ranked, but other than that, um, you, those are the only uh, SEC teams in the in the top twenty-five poll. But obviously, these polls change, you know, as, as this goes around. And each team's going to have you know new few few players, so we'll yeah. see what happens. Kentucky's always pretty challenging. You have Mississippi State, who was challenging. I think they're a little bit on the on the down, the drop off, and then you have Arkansas, which I think finally lost that guard. That dominated us all the time. Oh, thank goodness. I forgot her last name, but she's 30 she was points so a good. game. She was so Shoot good. from anywhere, three. Yeah. Anyway, glad that she's leaving. And then you have Texas A&M is always pretty yeah. strong. They're 23 in the AP poll. And then you got Georgia, who we played in the SEC tournament final. I'm assuming they're returning a few of their players, so they'll be good. And then Tennessee's always got the five stars. Yeah, that will be one. And of course, we lost last year. Tennessee and Kentucky have been have been two of the teams to beat in the SEC since since Dawn's been here. So, like year in and year out, they've got a good. So we're preseason number one. Power rankings were number one in the SEC. There's some power ranking polls that have come out uh, nationally that like UConn more than us, which is fine. Yeah, I mean they got ten first place votes in the AP. You know, like and they're UConn. And what's great is. I think you can say today our program is a top five women's program. Is that fair to say? Oh, it's definitely top five. You got UConn up there. You got Stanford. You could potentially say, well, Stanford won the title last year. Um, you could potentially say, though, that it's the best program that's not, you know, that's not UConn. Because they were the they were the standard for years for years, but but like I and mean, I want to say they might have had one or two down years, but they you know they brought in three or four or five stars last and just recruiting class as well. Like the, the obviously, and we talked and we really got into this on the uh, we we really got into this a lot on the on the season recap, but the COVID year that we lost with uh, with Harris um, in as Herbert Harrington, um, where we went. You know where we were consensus number one and everything. They were going to win the title. They were going to win the title, mm-hmm. and um, and th- that would have been two titles in like in four years. Like you know, and another Final Four last year, shaping up to potentially win the title this year. Like as as far as expectations are concerned, and this is the, the and this is an interesting thing to talk about. Um, like Bryce, have you ever been you ever been a fan of a Gamecock team that was preseason number one? Hasn't happened a lot. <laughs> Definitely hasn't happened a lot. Not in any other sport. It, it ever happened in baseball? Did I'm was, assuming was, there were probably a Tanner's, few years. But like the repeat, the repeat college. Not Ray series? Tanner, the AD. Ray Tanner, the coach, the is coach. what you're talking the, the, about. The, the, we don't want to be clear about the drop off of Ray Tanner, the AD. <laughs> right, right. But uh, but 
Now we uh, probably had one or two, maybe one season. I mean, the 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 College World Series repeat year, we probably were ranked pretty high. Fair, but but I mean, this doesn't. I mean, Dawn, it's kind of like the normal thing now. You're kind of like this. If they're not number one, why aren't they? It would be like, oh, we should be number one almost yeah. every year, Ex- with the exception of Connecticut, which like, is fine. If you're not yeah. going to get mad, yeah, about not, UConn not, being not going to get mad about UConn. Honestly, what Dawn needs to do this year. She needs to get over Connecticut. Like, like, like. We like, need to start beating them every other we, year. We need to start beating them, and, right. and she needs to beat them this year. She might get two. She might get two cracks at them, which is fair. How how awesome would it be to beat her, to beat them twice? Ooh, how many teams can say they've done that in a season too? We'll have to look that up. That'll be an interesting stat. That, that would be an interesting stat. It, yes. So um, you mentioned the word expectations. Expectations the coming into the year. You need to expect a Final Four. Is that where we're at now? Every so, season with so, Dawn. Final well, Four? No, no, I'm or not bust? Gonna, I'm not going to say every season with Dawn. We should expect. We should put that on her on her plate because, you know, she could go through a rebuilding season or something. Right. But, but coming in as a preseason number one, I think that this team – that I think it would be – I think it would be a little disappointing not to make the Final Four. Uh, depending on depending on how that happens, injuries and stuff like you, that, right? You know, depending on how that, de- depending on how, obviously, if we didn't make the tournament or something, that would be significantly. Oh, dis- yeah. That would that would be something terrible w- would have happened. But uh, but you, you know, single elimination, like single elimination in the, in the NCAA tournament, things happen. But overall, overall, like the ceiling on this team this year is the national title, like. Like uh, that's you know this is a title contender team. This is this is a team that has that that can win the national title. That on paper can win the you know they lost by one to the team that won the national title last year, and they bring it in the final four and they're bringing everybody back, and uh, and they're adding and it's not like the other teams are getting better because I I think that the I mean two three four and fourteen. Um, wasn't that the number one ranked recruit right. class? Yep, and uh, and then and that doesn't even count Cordoza, the Syracuse transfer that's coming in. And so, like, there's, I think the expectation for for this season is to win the national title. And obviously, I don't want to put all of that on Dawn and 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 the girls and and ba- basically being like it's national title or bus. You know, Final Four obviously would be great. Uh, That's fun. where I'm living. If it's final, I think it's yeah, final four yeah. or bust. And if I'm they right make the final you. four, you have to have the bounces have to work your way. Yeah, like like I mean, I mean clutch that, basket I baskets. Mean, I mean that shoot like like if Bree Beal or Boston make that layup and put back five times, you know, you know, five times out of ten, maybe more than that. And so right. we're, we're and and if that shot goes in, we're potentially talking about this team being. Being a a national title, you, you know, returning a national that title close. lineup, you, you know, and so and so the obviously the ball has to bounce. It, here's what I'm expecting: I'm expecting to watch some good basketball this season on national TV. On national TV, I'm I'm expecting to watch some awesome games at the Colonial Life Arena. Uh, you know where we're playing two at home, we're playing three and four at home. It's gonna be it's gonna be incredible crowds. And speaking of that, we're both season ticket holders. That's correct. You and your mom, yeah, they're going and, to games. Uh, Me and my dad, and and my wife's probably going to some of them too. You know, like like I I, I don't know how we're gonna. We'll be in the same section. I don't know how we're gonna w- work those tickets out. I, I but, think uh, we're like three or four rows apart. 
Mike and high five. Mike, yeah. catch a few t-shirts, we, we which def- will be hard to do at a women's game. Why is that? Because people come to the women's that, game. That is right. We're not talking Darren <laughs> Horn days. That Bryce would have been t-shirts I, Br- everywhere. Br- Bryce and I in the Darren Horn era, era famously caught a t-shirt every other game, it seemed like. I think I still have those laying around. Somewhere. I don't yeah. think I've, I might have only caught one or two t-shirts at it's a women's a, game. It's hard. It, it's packed. A lot of people mid-court. Yep. Um, we also uh, we also sit on the wrong side from the gun, and they always shoot the gun at the other side. That's right. Yeah, which which just is one of these little things. The that, little things that tick us off that drive me insane. <laughs> uh, but uh, but yeah, just it's gonna be. I'm sure we'll be able to hear each other. I'm sure oh, we'll yeah. be able to yell we're, at each other. We've been told once or twice that we're loud. Yeah. So going into the season, so, you sorry got sorry if we're yelling on the podcast, yeah. and, and you've been having to adjust the volume as we. But we're still episode four. We're we're, we're it working out. on it. We're working on it. So going into the season, and you got thirteen non-conference. You got sixteen conference. Yeah. So twenty-nine games, if I can count right. What's your record for the ladies this year? What would be an expectation if you had to guess a record? One or two losses, regular. Regular out of conference and conference combined, one loss, one loss, maybe two. I'm gonna say no more than three losses. If yeah. they keep it under three losses, because those some games happen, right? You can't I mean, be the best I mean, team all the time. I mean, time. they're playing two, three, four, and five. That's why I'm thinking you're gonna have a few losses. At least one of them is gonna beat us. Like, and like, you need to have one of those to learn through to, a loss. To expect to go four and zero against the preseason number two, three, four, and five teams in the country is th- that th- that's a tall order. I mean, three and one against them is outstanding. But Don, but Don's going to have the expectation of we should beat them all. Th- that's right. Which I love about Don. Right. Well, she's number one. That's right. And and so and so that means that they're better. And, like, and speaking of Don, we do want to mention this. She just signed a new contract. That I believe is worth around twenty-one million dollars. Think a seven-year deal. This they this should give a her case. a lifetime deal. This this is a case, you know, in which it's acceptable to just give the coach whatever you know amount of money makes that coach happy. Give them the bank, yeah, yeah. and she gets what she wants. Yeah, I'm not. So I'm glad that they re-signed her because she also mentioned that she wants to end her career. Here. At Carolina, and she's young. Yeah. So she could coach for another 20, 30 years. You know what I do not believe we will ever worry about on this podcast? What's that? Taking care of Dawn? What Dawn Staley's buyout is. That's I fair. I don't, th- I don't I don't think that's ever mentioned. Have you I, even heard I, her I, buyout? I, I, I do not know what it is, and I'm never going to know what it is. I'm assuming with a $21 million contract, the buyout has to be... Very large. Larger than Frank Martin's. Because... <laughs> We do talk about his buyout time and time again. Time again. Larger than... But we'll get into that in another podcast. Since, since we're now talking about athletics and Ray Tanner as a whole, also larger than Will Muschamp's, even though that's football. Ooh. Yeah. But just... but just I've talked about a lot of Ray Tanner written buyouts in my life. I'm never going to talk about Dawn's. Yeah, we'll get, at, get into that during the season. But I did want to... Before we end the episode, I did want to mention NIL for the ladies. Oh, yeah. This is going to be cool. I think there's going to be a lot of opportunities in for them to make money. What do you think about that? Yes. I mean, like... like don't You would assume that Boston or Cook are probably going to lead the way money-wise. Yeah. Um, I, I think Boston will. I, I think They're she, marketable. Yeah, yeah. Outgoing ladies. Uh, and uh, maybe Henderson. Henderson probably get yep. a little bit too. Uh, but, um, but just... It's just going to be cool to see them work on their own brands. 
Yeah. You just hope that doesn't hurt the team, but I don't think it will. I think Don sets the standards. I don't think it will hurt the team, and they'll help each other. You you know, like like um, because us being good, us being number one, us going to the final four, us potentially winning the national title helps all of their brands. That's true. And I think you've seen it a few times already in sports that some teams get a deal, an IL deal for the whole team. Yeah. And that could happen easily for the women. Being number one. This is, if there is, NIL is only going to help Dawn Staley build, continue to build this women's program. She, she is going to handle this as well as any coach in all of college sports is going to handle. Well, it. she her she handled COVID well. Yep. So we're just going to assume that she, NIL yep. is going to be even better. Yep. She she's gonna she's she's gonna handle this better than football coaches are going to handle it, than men's coaches are going to handle it, than other women's coaches are going to handle it. She is gonna she's gonna use it as a tool. She's gonna she's gonna recruit with it. You, you know, it's she's gonna show she's gonna try to help Boston and Henderson and Cook this year and and the other girls too make uh make as much money as they can. She's going to sell that, you know, like it's it's she's going to be great. All right, so wrapping up COVID year last year, we're looking forward to being back at the games. We went to a few last year, but having the full attendance, we're always number 1 in attendance. Yeah. Should be a good year. I'm I'm ex- I don't I don't think I went to a women's game last year and uh and I'm excited. I'm excited about this year. Yeah, I went to a lot and I just I, the team feeds off the atmosphere, and I think the atmosphere again will be the best in college women's basketball. Uh, the two years ago, before COVID shut us down, it was just like, electrifying. It, it was mm-hmm. it was it was incredible. Uh, so, little programming note. So, uh, coming up on the schedule, uh, Tuesday, November 9th. That men's is, and women's first game. Th- that is the men's and women's first game. So, our this is our last of our kind of preseason shows that we're doing right now. And so uh, the, the, the women are at NC State on ESPN. Five o'clock game. Five o'clock. And the men are at home. And, um, and the men are at against home. Against USC Upstate. Against USC Upstate. That's right. And so we're going to. Our goal will be to record that night and have a podcast yeah. out for you guys that Wednesday morning. That Wednesday morning where we hopefully will have a lot to talk about. We're, hopefully two Gamecock victories. Ho- hopefully two Gamecock victories. Ho- hopefully a big win against the top five team for the women. Hopefully, and just hopefully a game that we are supposed to win for the men. That's but right. Everything is going to be, everything right now with the men is still a question mark. And so, uh, and hopefully we'll have a lot to talk about. But we're looking forward about. to the season. But yeah, so the programming note, as you mentioned, will probably out a little bit later in the week just so we can get the first games. But going forward after that, our goal will be to record these on Sundays and put, push them out on Monday mornings. Yep. But we're excited for the year. Hope you guys are too. Looking forward to, I guess, weekly conversations with Sumter and Bryce. About Gamecock basketball only. That's right. All right, guys. We're out. We're ready. Great year. Hopefully for men's and women. We'll see what happens. Later.